and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And uh, happy post-free comic book day. Mm-hmm. Happy post-Guardians of the Galaxy opening yeah, day? Yeah, those are things that Question happen this mark. weekend. Question <laughs> mark. Here's here's a list of things that I did this weekend. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna turn them into holidays. We have a big uh, knife with a stick uh, on a <laughs> stick outside. We've got a dude trimming the tree outside, and all I can see is like a stick with like a knife on the end. And it's kind of cool <laughs> in front of our window. Which honestly, I wish I had. It's kind of cool. Can I have a stick with a knife on it? Can I borrow that for a second? <laughs> it's like that uh, that Bob's Burgers where Louise uh, asked for a doll whose head turns into a knife. Yeah, I- I've always wanted one of those too. Mm-hmm. Anything that turns into a knife, I, I'm okay with. Oh, that's good Good to know for uh, yeah, yeah, gift, future gift gifts. ideas. <laughs> I'm going to have so many things that turn into knives. Book knife, water bottle knife, <laughs> shoe knife. <laughs> what do you need knives for? Knives. What I do just, you need knives for? I just like them. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, that being said, so yeah, we did go, we had our free comic book day here in Los Angeles. Little bit of a bust for me, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because it was so busy. And I mean, that's really great for the shops and, and, and so great, but not so great for people like me who don't like to be around crowds of people. Uh, so I'm sure the shops did well. Yeah. And, and awesome. Support your local comic book shops, please. Uh, not just on free comic book day, but uh, every time you possibly can. But we went to Jeffrey's and there was a very, very, very long line that actually moved pretty quickly. We got some free comic books, which was great, but it was a rainy in Los Angeles. So everybody was underneath one tent. So everybody's crowded together, uh, and B, there were just so many people. I couldn't even get to the fifty cent boxes. Well, they have a they had it set up in a way that well, they were all underneath that one tent because they didn't want people to get rained on. Right, but I mean, it's, it was just very much. I mean, I mean, I like I love Jeffries, but sometimes like their planning, like their space planning, is a little uh, is at least more to be desired. Yeah, and in fairness, they don't have a ton of space because they're in like a strip. Well, so mall, a strip ball, yeah. I mean, the stores. The I'm store is sure they packed. can't cut off like a ton of parking without pissing off their fellow tenants well i mean it's the way that it's set up is that there's like a it's it's in between two stores so you know whatever's on either side of it is being affected by all these people being out there so i mean which i mean look i mean the parking i feel like just in general like out here in los angeles because free you know comic book day free comic book day i feel out here in la is a much bigger deal, maybe, than across the country? I don't know. Maybe. Or, maybe, or maybe, I mean, oh, okay, I'll, just, I'll rephrase that. It's kind of like, it's probably like the same way in, like, New York or in Chicago sure. or probably in a bigger city where, you know, even for the surrounding book, you know, places that you can just go and visit, you know, they have, you know, access to things they do because, like, a lot of places out here like to do, like, mini Comic-Cons mm-hmm. and events and mm-hmm. try to really kind of pump up the experience you know which is awesome because if oh, you yeah. let me say let me say this much if i was like a 15 year old kid or if i was like you know 10 years old oh, and sure. you know if i was like you know just a kid and i'm just really into comics or i'm just getting into comics i think free comic book day would be my favorite one of my favorite days of the year oh absolutely and also too just in general free comic book day as a concept is more geared towards you know the younger audience yeah because it's more to get people into comic books, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, 
you know, the word free is very important yes. in that equation. But also it's like, you know, it's a way for them to hook new readers or hook current readers on new projects that they're doing. So they pump those things up because yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm never that excited to get anything on free comic book day. Yeah, no, there's, there's usually not anything that I'm like, oh, my God, I have to see it. And especially now, because, you know, I was reading on io9 and, and DC isn't doing any new content for free comic book day. They're just going to do reprints from now on. So I'm just kind of like, which, you know, to be honest, which, I mean, that's which is fine. I'm not saying yeah. that's a bad thing. But so there's never anything that I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go get that. Yeah. There's stuff where I'm like, eh, that'd be cool if I read it. But I am not the audience that free comic book day is, is targeting. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to, like, here, Jen, here's a free comic from 1966. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of a misnomer. It's a thing you know that's kind mean? of a misnomer because when you think, you know, if I... if well, I, it's not. I mean, people get free comic books. I mean, it's not saying... Right. But, I mean, to me, it'd be like, free comic days. Like, oh, you got a free comic of, like, something that's out there. It's like, oh, like, oh here's this... Uh, Here's an Alpha Flight, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I know. Free comic book day consisted of like Alpha Flight and Quasar, 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 and uh, you know Guy Gardner. You know that'd be a good <laughs> that'd be a good day for me. Sure, which yeah. is it's a great it's a great day. And look, I, uh, I I we actually did I bought I picked up a few books from yes you braved the crowd. I, I went braved, back to the car. I braved the crowd, you know, which you know, and I managed to did fill a few holes in uh-huh. uh, my my. My Alpha Flights. And, and you're uh, on Eclipso. I did find one book. Well, I found, I found a, yeah, you found and a. And it was a, a, an, eclip, an Eclipso Com- tie-in tie for what? The Darkness. The Darkness Within. Yeah, yeah it was a one. Detective Comics annual, which I didn't yeah. have. And. That was the one book I found. Yeah. And then I went, uh, oh, too many people. And I ran back to the car. I also got a, st- uh, the Steel, not the from the 90s, but from the 70s, the late 70s one with uh, Hank Haywood mm-hmm. uh, as the lead from Earth 2. It's uh, I figured I'd pick one of those up because I was like, oh, I haven't seen read this in a while. Yeah. And uh, it is not very good. So I'm kind of disappointed in that one. But nonetheless, you know, thank you for all the stores to, for doing this. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I was saying, definitely support them. You know, we have some great stores out here in Los Angeles and, yeah. you know, Places like Jeffrey's and the Comic Bug. I mean, they're packed and they probably oh, did yeah. great business. And sure. that's makes that makes uh, places people like us very happy because they need to keep going to those stores and they yeah. people go and see them. And I know Heidi Ho's did uh, like a little mini Comic Con. And yeah. I know the Bug has done that before. They didn't do it this year. They like rented out like a VFW hall. Yeah, last year they did like a like a small they did like a small thing, but this year this year they didn't. Do they just it. kind of spread it out over the course of a couple of days and just put yeah, it in their stores. They have so. two separate stores. Yeah, but I mean, I think that. Especially like, you know, like you were saying, if you were a kid, right? Yeah. And your parents aren't into comics, but they're going to take you to the comic book store, but they're not going to take you to the comic convention because they don't want to spend the money or they think you're too young or whatever. Like, what a cool experience. Yeah. Because people were cosplaying, like, especially when we were driving by the bug. Yeah. There was like dudes cosplaying and like there's people signing things. And so. Sometimes, sometimes, like, you know, they they got, sometimes there's big names there that are hanging out. People that do stuff that you're like, oh man, this is really cool. So, yeah. So good on you, you know, good on the the scene. Sure. Um, I I didn't get any 50 cent comics. No. But that's okay. I don't need any. God knows I've got a freaking stack of them I still haven't even read. Yeah, I know. No kidding. So I didn't really need to spend any more money. But the the fun (laughs) thing is, is that. The way that it was structured at, uh, you know, the, at Jeffrey's when we went, it's like you buy something. And you so get more you, comics for free. So you already got the free comics for free comic book day. And I bought like a dollar's worth of comics, which is like. like just, have five more. So I got like two comics. 
and then they're two, two bought two comics, and then they give you five more. So I'm like, okay, well, I spent a dollar and I got all these ten. Comics. I got twelve comics. Yeah, you know, yeah. essentially Good or deal. whatever. Good deal. So tying into free comic book day, um, because there was a free Guardians of the Galaxy comic. Yes, that came out, which eh, sorry. I mean, apparently they're rebooting the series again, starting with the the team from the movies, and you know, which I thought they were already doing. I don't know, just a waste of time. Um, but <laughs> uh, but the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two came out. We saw that in the theater yesterday. Yeah, as when we were taping this, and I like it. Yeah, it's a good movie. It was good. Yeah, it was it's fun. A, it's a fun movie. It's a long movie. Yeah, you know, it's two hours and some change. And, uh, you know, they make you – I'll I'll be perfectly honest. It's a good movie, but it's not as good – first of all, it's not as good as the first one, Mm -hmm. I think, structurally. Because there's just a lot of nothing going on in in, in the majority of the movie. There were some parts that could definitely have been cut down, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I imagine there's probably way more foot. This is this is, this movie was way longer than. They, oh, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure. Like the, the whatever the extras on the the DVD or the Blu-ray are going to be like crazy long. Yeah, so that was uh, kind of a thing with this movie is that it just dragged in certain parts, and uh, you know, plot wise, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's just one of those things where it just feels like there's nothing. It's again, there's nothing happening until certain, you know, until much later in the movie. So you mm-hmm. kind of go through the movie waiting for. For that, for something to be revealed, mm-hmm. you know, or something to actually happen, or some sort of contention, and then there's like you know some moments with that, but it just, ah, it just didn't. It just kind of annoyed me because I was like, okay, well now I guess we're doing this, and you know, here's this big app, big event that's gonna affect. You know, the, the affect the, the the guardians, and you know, might might also affect uh, the MCU in general. Sure, I think that's I think that's how they're trying to sort of tie it in. But you know, it was it was good. I mean, and I also. I had a few other points, but I'll let, I'll let you. Yeah, I mean, share. I I never have a lot of skin in the game with uh, Marvel, with Marvel, especially with Guardians. I like I said, I barely know anything about them outside of the movies and, and some of the books that we've read here on the show, so I don't know a ton about them. I enjoyed it; it was fine. It's a fun time at the movies. Sean's right; it's a little long. There are five after credit sequences, so just FYI, <laughs> sit through the credits uh, to see all five of them. And it's, it's one for every time DC hasn't done one. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and I, we got so many. I think one of I think one of my main criticisms is yeah, it's a little long, and yes, the story does drag at points, but in no way would I say that that makes this a bad movie. No, well, um, look, I mean, no, 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 and I'm not yeah. saying that you do. I'm just saying, like, no, I'm not saying this is a bad movie at all. I'm saying, yeah, it, it drags in some points, and you know, whatever, but. One thing that I noticed, and I think it was because it did so well in The Last Guardians, the music, which is fine, they well, I feel they overdid it in this one. I yeah. thought last time was the perfect balance of it. And this time they're like, oh man, they used, you know, people loved the music. We're going to put more in, even where I don't believe it belongs. Like no. there's a scene, because I feel it's one of those things that you should always see if Star-Lord is involved, because that's his thing. Yeah. So it should be kind of tied to any time he is involved in what's going on. And there's a whole scene where they set it to this song where he has nothing to do with it. He doesn't do it, but it's just that. And he's not even in the scene. Because apparently, he doesn't even know what's going on. Because apparently, you know, like other people, the other, like the, other it now. The, the other members of the Guardians are like, "Hey, I like music too. 
too. Let's talk. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, okay. Sure. So yeah, so I, I thought maybe that was. Uh, what well, does I think they do oh, it more than it. once. They do it a couple times. Yeah, you know, that's a good and point. I felt like and that was a little bit excessive because yeah. I really feel that the music is it ties Star Lord to it because that's where it comes from. Right. And I guess that oh yes, his friends are now like getting into the music too, but. I, I don't know. It's just, it was too much for me. They could have like dialed, maybe like put like two fewer songs. Well, they could have cut some up because they, they just, just should have cut chill, some up. Could have chilled out a little yeah. bit. But, um, and then there's, you know, there's also some murder versing. Oh yeah. Oh, there's definitely murder versing, but, but I don't but, think that was ever a question in Guardians because they murder versed last time, didn't they? They did murder verse last time, but I feel like it's something where people are like, oh man, uh, you know, DC's so violent, you know. And Oh no, there's definitely violence and killing in this movie. Killing and stuff. And but I think just there like, was in the last one. I don't think there was no, ever there, any there, bones there made was, about it. There was, but this one's got, I don't know, there's just some parts in it where I'm like, okay, yeah, and I see, you know, you guys are doing this and you're trying to make it, you know, cute and stuff yeah. and, you know. But people are and, still dying. <laughs> and there's gleep, there's gleep glopping aliens everywhere. <laughs> yes. So many gleep glopping aliens, which, uh, you know, credit to uh, uh, We Hate Movies, we hate movies and Mr. Show. Yes. I have to say, that's what I got from Mr. Show. Uh, the gleep glopping aliens mm -hmm. uh, who are just farting around here. So many of them. Yeah. Um, and I will say that apparently Jeff Goldblum is in this movie. I did not see Well, he's him. in the... He, no. He's in the credit. You see his face in the credits, but I didn't actually see him in the movie. I think I'm, I could have sworn that I saw him. I think he was a blink him. and you miss it cameo. Yeah, this isn't I didn't a, a see him. Though. It's not spoiler either because I think he's he's supposed to play uh, Grandmaster. Right? No, it, it's who, not a spoiler. That's been all. I don't over know the, why Grandmaster. What, what 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 he's supposed to do, and why would you forget that you had Jeff Goldblum in yeah, the movie? Yeah, but I, I will tell you, um, I don't remember seeing him in the movie because ah, I saw him in, in the, the credits. credits and I went. Wait, where was he? So I could have sworn, sworn that there leave. was a part where we saw him. Yeah, but I didn't leave the theater, so I know he didn't have a speaking line. Right. No, yeah, no, he didn't have a no, speaking line. No, he didn't line. talk. So I, if you know where he is in that movie, let I, me know. I, I, I'd have to go back and see the movie, you know, go back to hour 10 of the movie and find out where he is. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, and there's also the my other point, my other point of contention is... The, I guess there's a lot. Well, there's two more things. One thing is that there's a lot of reliance on humor this time around. Yeah, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, and it's it's you know it makes sense because this is the Gu Guardians is the movie where you do this stuff in. Yeah, but just Jesus Christ, like Drax has got a joke all the fucking yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like. Drax Look, is going to come up with a type five pretty soon. He's, he's doing open mics. Dra Dra Drax <laughs> is out there and he's 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 doing a he's I, doing a you know he's doing a special at the store, you know he's you know he's he's yeah, he's but, yucking it up. I know, but you have to be happy that Big Dave is getting so much work in Hollywood. Well, no, that's great. So I, I, well, well, great. He's our well. I'm, it's not a matter of well, I'm happy for. Him. I mean, I he's know. gonna he's gonna be successful no matter what, you know. And he's gonna do all those things. But he's out here, you know, in these movies being like jokes, jokes, jokes. And yeah. then this one, when in the last movie they played it where it was like he would say things, and it was just it was it was dialed back, yeah. you know. And they still had like a nuance for his character, you know. And I thought that was awesome. You know, that was a nuance of his character with the humor. Now it's like, hey, here's all these jokes now because I don't yeah. understand words. And I'm yeah. like, oh, come on, man. This is just <laughs> dumb. Um, I did – I also did like uh, – I did – you know what I thought was really good? Hmm. And I, I I don't think she gets enough credit in these movies. Hmm. I mean, at least not from – at least from not from the stuff that I'm aware of is uh, Karen Gillian uh, and uh, Nebula. Yeah. No, she was really good. Which – because the thing about her is that I only – I only know Karen Gillian – as or as a Jillian, um, 
as an actress from, I guess she was in Doctor Who. Okay. And she's she was on that show Selfie. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes, I know. You know, who she and is, she's yeah. so I only know her from a few things. Okay. But when she's Nebula, I don't. Re, re, I, I can't have a hard time believing that's the same actress. Right. You know, granted, there's a lot of makeup on There's a sure. shit fuck ton of makeup on her. Yeah, but there, there is like a, and, and which she needs, there's like a rage underlying yeah. everything her character does, yeah. which you need for a character like Nebula, uh, and so, kinda, which and is I, good. And it's it kind of, and to be honest, it kind of sucks that they took that away from Gamora yeah. a little bit. And made it more to her thing and Gamora, you know, and I think, uh, what's her face? I think it was a long time when the first one came out when uh, comedy filmers were talking about and Jackie Cation was kind of lamenting on the fact that just kind of, I feel like they neutered Gamora. Mm. Or not neutered, but I shouldn't say neutered. But. Yeah, but they just took a lot of her stuff away. Yeah, they took a lot of stuff away and like Nebula's kind of that, that kind of got that role, got that that attitude and you know which is great and i think karen gillian or whatever or gillian does a great job yeah you know it's a great it's a great role and i i kind of want to see a movie with her yeah that'd be cool you know i was like let's just do a movie with her fuck this you yeah. know let's do forget some of these other dumb ones you're doing just do that or yeah. do a tv show yeah you know, get, take take iron fist away and put put her in there or yeah. something. um and the last it, thing i wanted to point out mm-hmm. uh, and this is something we talked about like so this, the the Groot situation. Oh, Groot! Yes. So you know, as you can see from the trailers and all the you know the marketing, like Groot's it's baby Groot. Yes. He yeah. You know, at the end of the last he, movie, he's small. He was a tree. Little a little he, sapling. He, was a little he, sapling. he had a head and he had arms. He was, he was in a pot. He was in a pot. And now he's out of the pot, and now he's like a little little Groot. Yeah. But the way that they play it is. He's supposed to be like a little kid, yeah. a little baby. Yeah. And they treat him like a little baby. Like they hold him like a it's, baby. It's a little weird. But he's also like out there doing missions yeah. and doing warrior stuff. That's the and thing. he's it's- got he's got like the wherewithal to be a fighter, but that sometimes he's like too dumb. Too dumb. And he doesn't understand what people are telling him. Like right. there, there's a couple scenes where they like Groot do this thing, and he like literally doesn't comprehend it. Right, because he's you know, because he's like talking to a little kid. Because he's know? like a kid, but then at the same time, he's like still with them during battles. Yeah, and like they're still like okay for having him. Like they don't leave him in the ship or something. Yeah, like they don't. It's, like, it's a very strange thing. It's, it's child endangerment. <laughs> It's, <laughs> but I mean, comic books are good at child endangerment. Of course, there is, and it's and it's it's. But there's some moments moments where I'm like. Because they're holding, yeah. I'm like, why is he in the scene? Like they're 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 you know carrying him around like he's a baby, like a baby. Like you know, like he's a you know, he's a little kid, and they're putting him to sleep. And I'm like, well, wait. So it's like they adopted a child. Yeah, That's- and and I was actually confused because again, I know nothing about guardians, and I don't know how Groot's people's life cycles work. I knew the Groot. Well, apparently it's just explode died at the end of the last one, but there was a little bit left of him, and I was like, "Oh, so he's just going to get big again?" I thought he would have some sort retain some sort of memory, but it doesn't seem like it. It seems like he is a whole new entity, right? I mean, like I didn't understand. And you have to tell me that, like, maybe, like, was there a situation where, like, eventually he grew his legs, and then they had to, like, was there a situation where he's in this pot and, Mm -hmm. like, you know, because he had to, like, come out of the pot at some point. Yeah, he outgrows it, so they take off the stuff. And were they like, okay, is he ready to come out of the pot? And maybe he was like part legs, and it's just, I mean, and what if they would have done? Because I mean, because there's probably like you know, Groot doctors on the Groot planet. 
wherever the hell Groot was from. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they were able no to take idea. care of him. Yeah, I mean, and the, I mean, like, you can't tell me that. Um, you know, you can't tell me that Star Lord knows proper Groot prenatal care <laughs> or postnatal. 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 Um, you know, is there? A, you know, it just I'm, I'm having I'm having a little bit of an issue with that. Yeah. Oh, yes. So that's confusing. But I did want to say one last thing. Good on Sean Gunn for <laughs> being featured so prominently in this movie as more than just the guy in the in the motion capture shoot, suit for Rocket. Because that's right. what he was last movie. Oh, yeah. He's like all over the place. And this, this time movie. he has like an actual like his face on screen role. He's got like a like a like he's got a big part. He's got duties. Yeah. He's glopping all over the place. Kirk from the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Yucking it up in the old Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah, great, <laughs> good on him. He's obviously James Gunn's brother, uh, but yeah. good for him, man. You know, <laughs> I wonder. I I didn't look at the credits to see if he still did the motion capture for Rocket. Yeah. Uh, if he did, I hope he gets two paychecks. Uh, <laughs> so good on him. Yeah, people are getting paychecks. But yeah, no, definitely go see Guardians again. Uh, a little bit long, so. But but definitely go see. I would say see it. It's well, yeah, you're gonna look. You're, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably gonna see it. Yeah. You know, you're not angry at comic book movies like. <laughs> like I mean, you are angry at comic book movies, but you're gonna see it. Mm-hmm. You know. But I would I would say it's not a waste of money. No. Like if you asked me, was Suicide Squad a waste of money? I would say yes. No. This is not a waste of money. No, it's definitely not a waste of money. It's definitely not a waste of money. You know, you'll you'll get your money's worth, and you know, you can uh, have the same questions about Groot's. Uh, infancy. Yeah, how does and Groot work? How does Groot work? You'll you'll write that down and <laughs> you'll you'll ask the usher on the way out. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about our book for the week. Hi, I'm Nicholas Prop, the host of Comic Reflections, a podcast devoted to Silver and Bronze Age comics. Join me and my spunky sidekicks, Jeff Barnhart, the crusty curmudgeon from Dogpatch USA, and Spencer Valadez podcasting's very own Apache Chief, as we discuss the grooviest comic books of yesteryear. You'll find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and at comicreflections.wordpress.com. What are you waiting for? Tune in, turn on, and kick ass. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever, here with our book for the week. It is Superman's Pal... Jimmy Olsen, oh, num- shit. number 112 from July 1968. This is an enjoyable book. Well, of course are, I bought this. this is, these are, well, I mean, look. It's, this shouldn't be a surprise. Jimmy Olsen book. Or I buy the Jimmy Olsen. It's the dumbest shit ever. I don't understand how Jimmy Olsen had a comic book for as long as he did. I don't know. I don't know how people just. I don't okay understand why he was even a character. Like, this. But I mean, this is a, such. The reason I love these books so much, not just Jimmy Olsen, but a lot of these older books, is because it really is a time capsule. Things that happen in this book, characters that get books in this time period, would it would never happen today. Like, I have a Superman family that has a super baby story in it. Yeah. Where the, and it's like from the, it's like 1966 or something. Yeah. We'll probably well, have to read the, it on well, this show. I think they're reprints in that. They're reprints, but it was at least released in, in 66. And we'll have to read it on the show, but... Super Baby is told to go play in the abandoned city. And his parents are like, bye. And he runs into a cop and the cop's like, hey, you're going to go play in the city? He's like, yep. Cop's like, have fun. Mm. The shit like that would just happen because it was normal. And it's well, crazy. as John Mulaney would say, he was around before kids were important. That's true. We were born uh, yeah. while kids were not important. And by the time we grew up, kids were important. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we we weren't shit. No, we were in that that last generation where kids weren't shit. Yeah, uh, and now like if you don't, you like, could still have back back when you could still have uh, traumatic experiences being yeah. lo- being uh, lost on the other side of a pond. Yeah, and uh, still grow up okay. Yeah, when your parents would literally just go that go outside. To me, by the way, <laughs> did you get lost? Oh yeah, did you ever hear that story? No, I've never heard this. My story. dad, my dad went. Uh, you know. My dad and my family went to like my dad and my family. <laughs> my, <laughs> we went to uh, you know uh, I don't know where the fuck we went. Some part, some you know woods thing. Yeah, you know whatever. Some thing where it was like you know hey a bunch of my dad's work buddies are gonna be around drinking beers and listening to uh, the rock, and we're gonna go like Dwayne Johnson. The yeah, rock? yeah, he was doing a doing a tight five with uh, <laughs> was Drax. He just singing. Yeah. He, was, he sings? Yeah. He was getting ready for his part in Moana. Yeah, yeah. You say it was, it was, it was years early. It's pre Moana. Um, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a young teenage uh, Dwayne pre, Johnson. Pre Moana the Rock. And uh, so I apparently, I just all of a sudden wandered off as a young child and I got like lost on the other side of like a like a pond. And like my parents were like, oh, there's our son. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had to come get me, and I remember, I remember, have very vague memories of it, but it did happen. Yeah, you know. But I mean, and, and you know, not, not, and it affected me as a man. <laughs> Why are you afraid of pawns now? Yes. No. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. Know. I just feel like it, it will build character. It gave me gave me a chance to be fearless at a young age. Were you actually fearless? No. <laughs> But you know there are moments. But you could have been. But that's I could have point. been. I feel like I've grown to be more fearless as I go through <laughs> living in Los Angeles because now it's you know the pond is like I'm on the other side of the country yeah. from my family. Yeah. Well, it's a metaphorical metaphorical pond. I see. pond. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, back when I was a kid, though that shit could happen. Now you know if that would have happened. You know it would have been like all over the friggin' news. Oh yeah. Like, family lets kid go to the other side of pond. Yeah. Yeah. And you probably would have been like, taken away. Yeah, you know, take it away, and Donald Trump would have passed a law <laughs> or something. Be like, we're gonna get rid of ponds. <laughs> we're gonna get rid of ponds. Cold cream. We're just gonna blow it all up. Yeah. You know. No. No. I, I, no. Because no. I mean, I shit. I remember I was probably about nine. Now I was the oldest, so it was me, my sister, who's three years younger than me, and then our buddy from down the street, Susie, and sometimes her brother. We would just be like, "Oh, we're going to the park." Well, I'd be like, "Okay, have fun." This is during the summer. We would all four of us, me being the oldest at like nine or ten, and I was the one in charge because I was the oldest. We'd all ride our bikes down to the park, yeah. and we would be there for hours, hours. My parents wouldn't come check on us. Yeah. My friends' parents wouldn't come check on us. Yeah. And we were there for fucking hours. And everybody's like, "Okay, we'll just be home by." Be home by a certain time. Yeah, we're we're making home, dinner. If you're not home, home, then we're not. You're not getting dinner. Yeah, have take your watch. Be home by like five thirty. Because that, you know. Watches. But there was no cell phones. Nobody came to check on us. No. We were just down there for fucking hours. Just alone in a wooded area, just having a good time. Yeah. And that shit could never happen today. Somebody would, like, call the police. <laughs> and, oh, my God, there's four kids having fun somewhere. Some four kids in a field having no fun. No parents here. are watching them. Excuse me, where are your parents? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean, that's just how it was back then. Yeah. Like, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, that, that, that's the age nope. of Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> so, no wonder this is such an irresponsible book. Yes, well, I don't know about if this is an irresponsible book, but it's a dumb book. Well, dumb. 
Stupid. First, first, we have to talk about the cover. Okay, stupid cover. Uh, Jimmy Olsen, <laughs> number 112. Uh, so the cover you have on the top part of it, it's like, you know, it's split up here. And you yeah, got, it's supposed well, to be a, above ground and below ground. Above ground, below ground. And the top part, Jimmy Olsen in his purple suit is like, at exactly noon, Superman will burst out of his, his box below. He's the world's greatest escape artist. Which, that's not true. Isn't that Batman? No, that would be like Mr. Miracle, but Mr. Miracle wasn't around yet. Right. But Batman got a lot of like, he's a really great escape artist. Obviously he's, better think, than he, Superman. I Superman he, just like drills through shit with his fucking fist. I think they gave Superman like a bunch of this. I think Batman just had like a rep for like, yeah, he's pretty good at things. Well, I mean, he has to be because like, but if, you, never, like if, if you wrap chains around Superman, he's just going to like shrug and bust them all. If you yeah. wrap chains around Batman, he has to actually get out of them. Man, oh, he's fucked. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Superman is, uh, so, so Jimmy's pointing... Down. At, uh, da- well, first, first we have to talk about. Oh, so Jimmy is pointing at a clock that is being held by a Superman on one knee. That's being like hoisted, and he's like in the middle of the. This is a statue in the middle of the town square. Yeah. And then he's this city. It kind of looks like it should be. Looks like Germany. Yeah, like Germany, because there's a dude in lederhosen back here. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so you got a dude in lederhosen back here. You got this girl in the ben- like this banana yellow dress. Yeah, you got with a, like, like a, a high you collar. Den- you got Dennis Sabetis. You got Hans Gruber. Oh yeah, there's Hans. Fucking Gruber. Hans Gruber in the background. You got the uh, Angus Scrim, the tall man from <laughs> uh, uh, in the ba- in the very far background here from uh, Phantasm. Yeah, yeah, and you know they're all here. It's a cele- it's it's a it's a Comic Con actually. It's like oh, a celebrity. Yeah. It's a Comic Con in yeah, Germany. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, it's a anyway, German Comic. Con. German comic. So that's where das, Jimmy is. Das Comic Uncon. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so he's I'm an idiot. He's pointing down to uh, through the ground where there is Superman in a coffin. Uh, that he can't fit in actually because no. he doesn't have enough room to like stretch out his legs. Uh, and his legs are like all drawn up, like, you know, looking good. But he's like really upset and he's pounding against it and he says, Lost all my superpowers hours ago, can't breathe. I'll die within seconds. So that's where we are. Yeah. And then he does. <laughs> R.I.P. Superman. R.I.P. Superman. Um, okay. So what's wrong with this picture? Uh, the murderous Magna Man is what the story is called. Uh, and then basically you have a picture of what appears to be... Jimmy Olsen? Jimmy Olsen. What's it, it's, what, no, it is. It's Jimmy Olsen stabbing what appears to be... Superman. Superman with blonde hair. But basically, but he... He has blonde hair and an M on his chest. But you know what he looks like? And I just, I realized this partway through was if you're, if you've ever seen pictures of uh, Adam, Alan Moore's Miracle Man. Okay. So from like the 80s and stuff like that. Okay. The whole, you know, his whole seminal like superhero work. Yeah, that he yeah, did. yeah. He I looks pretty it. much like that. Okay. Um, And basically yeah. instead of an M, he's or basically. He's Superman of, with blonde hair and an M. Basically, okay. yeah, he's got an M. He's kind of, it's kind of like if Su- if The Miz was Superman. Because <laughs> the, the Miz always changes like everything that, you know, like if there's like a letter on it, like he could change it to like an M. Sure. Because he always calls it Miz TV or whatever he does. Yeah. And so he's basically like if The Miz, but he's got a red M on his chest. He's blonde and he's getting stabbed with a crooked story by Jimmy because mm. this probably happens this happens later in the show sure so apparently okay so, so we start with Jimmy uh, at a meeting of the Jimmy Olsen fan club okay here's because that's when this was still a fucking thing why okay for, I have, I have is questions. this a Jimmy Olsen fan club or is this a super no it's the Jimmy Olsen fan oh, no, club oh no no it's a Jimmy it says I, I had to go back and read that but go ahead and yeah. continue it's because uh, at first I was like wait is this the Superman fan club no, no, no this is the Jimmy Olsen fan club this is back when that was a thing when there were a bunch of young boys who just loved Jimmy Olsen and followed him around again before kids were important yes also before uh, people ever said the word gay 
or creep. Well, no, but I mean, like, you could imagine that there were probably some boys in this fan club who were in this fan club because mm. they loved Jimmy Olsen, which is fine. Uh, young, young, young boys figuring it out. Well, yeah. sure. I'm sure this was the their sexual awakening. And they were like, oh, my God, I'm totally <laughs> oh into to gingers. I didn't even know. <laughs> uh, but it's played off as this, like, super innocent thing. Yeah. <laughs> super innocent heterosexual it thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's just. A, uh, it might not be. <laughs> just, a, you know, it's like, it, it's just like, you know, like, hey, I'm really into, you know. Just love Jimmy Olsen, guys. Gwen Danzig. Let's go to the mm. Gwen Danzig club, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Which I'm sure exists. Uh, Yeah, maybe. I'm sure Danzig hates it. Danzig, oh, he, he's not happy at all. Danzig not happy about anything. Okay, but anyway, so so so, so 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 these kids. Okay, so basically, these kids are like, "Hey, uh, everybody, ready? Everybody ready? Let's do suit. Let's, let's it's Jimmy's birthday because they're having this meeting, and Jimmy's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" He's like, "It's your birthday! Hooray!" Yeah, and they all hold up signs, and it spells "Happy Birthday!" Like, "Happy Birthday, Jimmy!" And then Superman comes barreling in the window, uh, like through the window, and he's like, "Hey, Jimmy, it's me, your best buddy, Superman." Uh, I have a signed note for you. Well, no, no, what he does Lois. actually, is if you look here, he's... Oh, that's right. I see it. He's flying in with a giant selection of... Cards. Cards that are tied to a string for some reason. Like, yeah. instead of just putting them in, like, a bag. Yeah. And... Well, he's going to... Ha- I assume he's going to hang them on the wall. Well, he does, because he says, hey, I'm going to put all these up on the wall. And he's yeah. like, sweet. And he puts all these pictures on the wall, because he's Superman, and he brought... He went to he went to Kinko's, and yeah. he got himself some hooks and some stickies and some <laughs> all that stuff, and he went... <laughs> yeah. And he put it up, and it's like... Because you can see it outside the window. Yeah. It's like very... It's a very for some long reason, they're chain all like, of cards. With their long chain of cards. It's like when your mom... Like, when your mom at Christmas hangs like a, a, a string and then anytime somebody sends you a card, she puts it on the yeah, string. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. So, and he had, actually, in the front, I just realized there's the Lewis Lane card. Yes, right because, there. Because at first I didn't see it. At first I thought she said, fuck them and didn't send one. <laughs> but yeah, here it is because because I also saw Lucy Lane and Perry White and yeah. Superman and Clark Kent. Yeah. Oh, and they're written differently. Please note that Superman and Clark Kent have different handwriting. Oh, I know. That would have gave them away. Right. So and, it's, it's very – and they're like, well – and then Superman's like, well, I'm glad I brought you these cards. See ya. And he leaves. No, because he's like, I have to go on a space mission. Goodbye. And then he's like, all right, You're thanks. Like, all right, And then bye. just at that time, they're like doing some biz- the new business for new members. And in walks this girl. A lady. G-g-g-g-girl? A girl? A p- p- princess? Yeah, I mean, he actually says a g-g-girl. Like it's G-girl. G-girl. Uh, and they're like, oh my God. And, and Jimmy's like, what a hot chick. And I'm like, I don't believe that, Jimmy. But that, I mean, like, I don't believe that that's what Jimmy would think because this comic book is so innocent. Right. That it's hard for me. When they, they do throw this in here a couple times, but I don't actually believe it, if that makes sense. What, believe what? That Jimmy would think this. I think this is what the writer wants you to think. What, that this girl's No, that Jimmy would think that. I think Jimmy is still so, gee, Willikers, you know what I mean? Like Uh such an innocent character that I can't imagine him having any sort of sexual thought. Does that make sense? He does. He gets gets engorged. Ew. (laughs) He gets engorged. (laughs) Is that what we're calling it now? As long as he doesn't do it at the fan club meeting, he's fine. Just... Is that why he stands in front of that podium? Yeah. <laughs> Just in case he's one gonna, of these female ladies walk in? He's gonna, the, the, the podium explodes. <laughs> oh, Superman must use his heat vision on it. Uh. Oh, I don't know what happened. Uh. Anyway, so this girl comes in. She apparently, comes in and he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I'm a princess. Princess Van Vania? 
Sure. Of what? How do you say this place? I would just say Duxania. Duxania. Uh, I'm Princess Vania of Duxania. Sure. Uh, and I want to be a member of your fan club. And he's like, oh, uh, there are rules. And she's like, oh, I know. I have to wear a bow tie. See, I'm wearing a bow tie. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, you're hip. He calls her hip. He's like, but I have to give you an initiation test. Take this chalk and draw Superman from memory. Wait, as she- if that would be hard to do. Wait a minute. She, <laughs> he gets a chalk? Yeah, look, right there. He oh, he's got to do the chalk? That sucks. He hands her a piece of chalk and says, draw Superman from memory. And like, I mean, I'm no artist, but I could draw a Superman. Like, not a great one, but I could draw something. I that- can't draw anything on chalk. You couldn't draw, like, a stick figure? Well, not Superman. Not, like, what they're well, looking no, for here. No, I mean, like, yeah, she goes over. But, I mean, like, you can't tell me if I were just to draw, like, a circle with a little neck and then a triangle with, like, legs sticking out of it and, like, an S on its chest, that that wouldn't be good enough to draw a Superman. I guess. I mean, right? just, I mean, well, first of all, she's doing it on a chalkboard where it looks like she's, like, it's this gigantic... 10 foot tall chalkboard yeah and she draws superman and yet somehow she just she she draws it with the chalk and she just colors in this mass yeah he's all white this white thing but she except for where the the s would be but she draws an m this probably took like three hours it probably did yeah because especially i mean it had to have taken like six pieces of chalk to draw like color in that much tall superman yeah 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 you get you're not yeah no this isn't just one one piece of sidewalk chalk like you're using the whole thing she's getting dust in there that sucks oh yeah poor woman so 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 he's he's like oh man i was rooting for you but you got it wrong six hours later you got it wrong because you put an m instead of an s <laughs> and it turns out because in soup in her t- her city or her, her country language. her language, super equals magna. Yes, so, so she it's put a magna M. man. She put an M without and like, thinking. And he's like, "Well, that checks out. You're in the club." Yeah, and you're a gorgeous member of our club. And so and and this she's is, also wearing a cape, by the way. I just want to point out. Oh, that she's this dre- woman. She's dressed like Count Vertigo. Yeah, she really is. She's one hundred percent. She's just like fucking Count Vertigo. This, this is the sixties. Everybody else is dressed like the sixties, but she is for some reason is like wearing like a high collar with a cape and a. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, so she ends up. Um, so she she's like, all right, well, I gotta leave. Yep, they leave the meeting, which is kind of weird that she, you know, you would think. You know, if Jimmy was just like, you know, not as into her yeah. or whatever, so this plot wouldn't progress, but like, she's just, it would be weird that she just shows up to draw Superman with chalk and then leave. Well, I'm assuming you know? that this is just the end of the meeting. Right. And you know, maybe, maybe Jimmy was like, all right, you know, go forth and be me or whatever to his little. Go forth fan and wear bow toys. Bow bo- toys. Bo- 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 whatever. Those things. <laughs> bow ties. I can't see bow ties. Um, yeah. My dad has bow ties. Does this surprise you? No. <laughs> Your dad has pocket protectors. He sure as fuck does. That was, by the way, his inheritance from my uncle. Oh, I know. Yeah, he was so proud when my uncle passed away. He went to clean not, out his house. Not the pages of memoirs your no. uncle wrote by hand. Yes. Which they threw out. They threw away the journals my uncle wrote in every day by hand. Uh, because why not? And then when he came home and said, look what I got, he had like six pocket protectors and he was so happy. Mm. I still have never forgiven him for throwing away those journals. I just wanted one. Wine, you could have wrote like just a one. T- I just 20 screenplays out of it. I just want to know what was in it. He did it every day and they threw it away. I'm so bad. Anyway, <laughs> I'm still mad. Okay. <laughs> 
Mm. Any, yeah. you, you could we could have been rich. You could we could have been doing. We could, we could have wrote a screenplay. Been rich, but that shit is irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what was in it. It could have just been like I got up today and I went to the store and they had a free sample because my uncle loved free samples mm-hmm. and I and it was a cracker and I liked it. And then I came home and I took a nap and I mowed the lawn and that was my day. Like it could have just been that, and I would have been fucking happy with it. I'd have been like, <laughs> "That's awesome. Good for you. <laughs> Writing that shit down." Mm. <sighs> Anyways, so super, whatever, these dumb people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they go outside and she's like, oh, I'm leaving. And he's like, wow, what is this huge car? Because it's like really sweet. Uh, and she's like, oh, why don't you come with me to the, I got to go to the airport. Why don't you come with me? Why don't you come with me and why don't you drive me? Yeah. And he's like, well, I mean, I should go back to work, but I guess I'll just call this an interview. So he gets in the car. Even though he's not an interviewer. He's not. He's uh, not. He's, he's a picture taker. He's yeah. He's, he's like, oh, I could get an interview. But not only that, you're driving. How? Uh, whatever. So he, he's uh, driving to the airport. Apparently he goes on the outskirts of Montana. Yeah, because to, there's no speed limit wherever the hell he is. What's well, on the way to the airport. So apparently you could just burn at burn rubber. Well, he airport. says to riff 120 miles per hour. And I haven't even shifted into high gear. Oh, God. Surprised. Anybody makes it to this airport alive. Yeah, they should be dead. They should be dead. So they make it to the airport. I like how they make like the the guy who brings her here like sit in the back. Yeah. This poor guy. <laughs> and so they go and they get to the jet and she jumps on the jet and then all of a sudden. And they, they go, Jimmy, come on the jet with us. And he's like, uh, okay. And then he gets like Grab. grabbed by mechanical arms. But it's weird because like, they kind of have like Mickey Mouse hands. It looks like they're groping him. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's like he's having an awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets shot in the face with like knockout gas. Yeah. And she's like, well, all right, we're going to my country. So they go to his country and. I like when he wakes up and he goes, say, this isn't America. No, it's <laughs> no, not. It's No, there's terrain. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Sure. Sure. So they're there. Uh, they get off the plane. They get off the plane, and they're like, "Hey, look, we're I'm, I'm they're her father, this woman's father, the uh, the princess's father, the king, Atagari." Sure, is like, "Hey, uh, you know, you're we're your here. friend. We're here. We're your friends." He's like, "But you kidnapped me," and he's like, "I'm calling Superman." Yeah, and he's like, "So he turns his watch, turns to Superman, and then in comes Magna Man." Yeah, and he's like. You know, he's like, I'm here and I'm here. Turn off that stupid fucking watch first off. Shoves him. Because he's like holding his ears being like, oh, that watch is terrible. So he shoves him to the ground. He's like, I'm here to kill the king. Yeah. That's what I do. Me, Magda Man. Bullets are bouncing off of him. He flips over a plane. Uh, And then Jimmy turns on his signal watch again, hoping that Superman is maybe back on the planet. Yeah. Uh, Which causes Magda Man to like grab his ears again and fly away. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, you saved my father, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm sorry I abducted you, but we really need your help against Magna Man mm-hmm. because we were hoping somebody like you would be able to help us find his weakness. Pretty much. Which, sure. Why not? Yeah. So they're so- like, let's go back. I'll tell you the story of Magna Man. So they go to the palace. Where where the, the king plays with jaguars. Yes, he does. <laughs> Uh, he's like, this Not is my giant cat. He has two giant cats. That he's just like, anyways, let me tell you a story about a guy. While I'm being almost eaten why I'm being, by a wild why, cat. Why I'm being, playing with wild cats. <laughs> this is dumb. So he tells the story about this inventor 
scientist guy that they had who had like a lead vault laboratory, I guess. And he wouldn't even let his assistant in there. Yeah. Who his name was... Clazars? Clars. 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 And so he made this sort of super serum and he tested it on a gopher, which has a label, has a tag on it that says gopher for super serum test. Yeah. Which, that's good. And and it worked because the gopher like burrowed through the iron floor. Yeah, he's super strong gopher. And he's like, yeah, that's awesome. And so this guy's this is, like. This is, this is, this is uh, actually a prequel to uh, Caddyshack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes total sense. This, 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 uh, if you didn't know. This gopher is going to just vex Bill Murray for a very long time. Because that, that gopher actually talks, too. Eventually, <laughs> it evolves into talking and, and, and fucking with Bill Murray. Yeah. It's it's directly descended from this gopher. Yeah. That's how it happened. It burrowed through the center of the earth and went to America. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so this guy's like, man, I'm going to write all my notes with this quill. <laughs> because so many scientists have used this quill. It's like that uh, unsolved mysteries that Sean loves so much. Oh what the one where the guy the one where the <laughs> the one where this guy is sitting at a table via candlelight writing with notes, a quill. W- w- notes with a quill and for some reason he gets up and turns on and turns on the lights and actual lights in the room and it shows that he's in the middle of a fucking laboratory. A computer laboratory. Computer laboratory. And he goes and sits at a computer. I don't remember the context of that, but it's also amazing. It's it's yeah, it's pretty great. And he um so that's what this guy. He's writing does. this. Yeah, wait, wait. So this 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 quill pen apparently is very good. Yeah, because other scientists have used it. How sure. do you know that? You probably just that's got what, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, dude, you just you just, you just, just bought, bought this at Barnes and Noble. Someone just bought that for you at a papyrus. Yeah, they sell those at papyrus. They sell them at Barnes and Noble, so you can feel all fancy. And it says previously used scientist pen. He's like, <laughs> oh, I'm so smart. Uh, but as this is going on, all of a sudden his. The door gets ripped off the hinges. Clars. And it's his laboratory assistant in the Magnum Man like costume. The word Clars. Well, it's Clars. And he's like, What are you doing? Why are you wearing that costume? What are you why are you ripping off the why door? Why are you dressed like Miracle Man? Are we getting sued? And he goes, Oh, right. I drank Actually they should sue the fuck out of Alan Moore here. Yeah. Fuck Alan Moore. Yeah, well maybe he was like, Can I borrow this guy? And they're like, Well, sure, borrow- since he's dead. Hey, can I borrow Clars? <laughs> Clars. Uh, and he's like, all right. He's like, I drank the super serum. Ha ha. Now I'm going to kill the king. Why? We don't know. No, because he says he's a part of a rebel force. So basically Whatever. he's like, he's part of a rebel underground force. So he's good at base. You know, he drank the super serum, put on some clothes and was like, yeah, let's kill. This is what I love about these comic books. Cause there's always like somebody who's out to kill a king or something. Mm-hmm. And it's always some rebel force. But we're never told why they're rebelling against the king. They just are. Well, look at him playing with cats. He must be a dick. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is he a horrible ruler? Is there a... Oh, he seems pretty Should nice. we be on the rebels' side here? I don't know. Superman should have... I mean, yeah, how come Superman didn't get him? That's the thing. Maybe we shouldn't be... Saying, what if he's starving his people? Maybe if he's like a Kim Jong-un or something. Ooh. I don't know, but we never we're never told I mean, that. Apparently, they have sweet ass cars and stuff. We're just told that this chick is hot and her dad's gonna die, so we need to be on Jimmy. And That's all you need side. to know. That's all, That's we all need you to know. need to know. Um, so he he's like, I'm part of the Rebel Alliance. Don't pull that alarm. It I'm gonna throw this quill directly through your heart <laughs> like an arrow no, he, so, so he, he rings the alarm the, the, the scientist rings the alarm and he goes bah who cares I'll just hurl this quill at super speed and it'll become as deadly as an arrow and it does He's and he like, murders this he guy, murders with, his, this guy. <laughs> with his papyrus pen <laughs> 
like with a his, fucking savage. And so like the the security shows up and he's like, I have plans, haha, and he like leaves. Yeah, he steals the plans, and then just as he before the scientist dies, he's like, You can stop him with and, and he, there's no he, so they don't know what his weakness is. Dead. Dead. And they're like, Jimmy, help. We don't know if it's kryptonite. We don't know what it is. Help us discover this guy's weakness. Is his, is his weakness uh, shredded beef? Sure. Is it's it, carnitas. Is it carnitas? Yes. If you feed him carnitas. He's, he's like, mm, s- carnitas. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, no. And now, oh, then he, so can't, then he can't murder. Mm-hmm. Carnitas say it solves all problems. So we get uh, so, so they go par- to the lab. They go to the lab and they find. What do they find here? I don't know. They've, oh, some apparently he leaves some code on. There's some code they find, and they run it through a computer. Yeah. And it comes through, and it says, uh, lead. His me- his nemesis is lead. Yeah. just, it just it, it, For some reason, that's what comes up on this screen. He's just, like, oh, that's cool. And then, But for some reason, Magnum Man's always like, watching it through one of those like evil computers that can see everything. Yeah. So it can see what the good guys are doing. And he's like, ha-ha, it's going to tell them what I... You know what I wanted it to say because if I were invul- vulnerable to lead, I couldn't juggle these lead cannonballs, which he's doing. Which right he's then. doing like, because he's just like do 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 like while he's watching. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what he does when he's bored. He wants to join the circus. That's really what he wants to do. He doesn't want to be a rebel. He just wants to join the circus and entertain. Why couldn't you let him join a circus? I know. I mean, that would have been solved if they just had a, a circus here. That's probably why there's, he's rebelling, because they don't have a there's circus. There's no circus. No circus. There, there's no Ringling Brothers sans animals for well, him to... you know, they're just having un, uh, die, die un Comic-Con. Well, maybe, at, maybe that, and maybe the, he's like, I want to join the circus, but I don't want to join one when you're being so mean to the animals. A uh, horrible man who's keeping jaguars as pets. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah this is so that's what I'm rebelling against. Figured it out. There we go. We figured it out. Yeah. Um, so the, so, so he's his, a, yeah. his henchmen buddies are like, hey, Magnaman, what is your weakness? And he's like, hey, I'm not telling you. He's like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Let's wait till they stop drawing this panel. <laughs> I'll tell you later. He's like, I'm not going to do it. Right. So. So suddenly, okay. So Jimmy, Jimmy does. So all of a sudden, Jimmy uses his noisy uh, watch to do a, a, a thing to challenge like Morse code. Or Morse something. code to challenge uh, Magna Man, and he's like, "All right, fine, I'll come over and I'll Except pretend." He, like it really hurts his ears. It hurts his ears, but he decides, "Like, well, I'll come over and I'll pretend I'm whatever." Yeah. So he just decodes. He's like, "Fine, I'll go to the royal banquet," uh, and and that's it. So he barrels through we're at the banquet he barrels through the ceiling but he's wearing a helmet are they in the planetarium i think so because it's like it's they all have, like, like all the, stars the stars and stuff. oh man maybe this is the planetarium that i went to as a kid that i learned about jupiter's monsters yeah probably nice yeah but see this is there's never an explanation for this part we can assume that it is because he's trying to like preserve his hearing because obviously we've figured out by now that his nemesis is the sound uh, but he's wearing a helmet. Yeah. And he doesn't wear a helmet any other time in this book. Just for when he shows up. Well, he doesn't, because the next time he shows up is at the end. Yeah, but he's still not wearing a helmet then. Because he didn't, because he couldn't fit, because there's reasons. We're not, we'll not, we'll get to it. I don't accept those But reasons. this time he's just like, haha, I'm wearing a helmet, you can't bother me. Yeah. And so Jimmy takes this, like, really piss-ass little sword. Mm-hmm. Like, this couldn't kill anybody. This is like a fencing sword. It's like really one of those thin... Yeah. 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 And it's probably like a safety fencing sword so you don't hurt anybody. Like, it, it's pointless. So the guy comes in and Jimmy's like, 
why Jimmy has to do this, I don't know. Why it's not like the actual elite trained guard why don't that they, they have hanging somebody, around. Why don't they just have somebody stab him with a pencil? Yeah, but I mean, like, they've got an entire military and they're just like, hey, Jimmy Olsen, how about you kill this guy? You have this dumb ginger in a bow tie. <laughs> not one of our, like, super elite dudes who, like, have trained for this literally his entire life. He's out there life. busy drawing Superman with chalk. Just some dumb photographer who has his own fan club but and they, insists but, but, everybody but, but, wears they, bow ties. They specifically, yeah. they specifically recruited him. Yeah, to help this, figure this, out his weakness, crazy not to late. stop. Dab him. This crazy country was like, you know what our savior is? Is uh, <laughs> Tucker? Is this Tucker Carlson from yeah. Carl Crossfire? That's exactly it. They went, oh man, who can save us? I know Tucker Carlson. Fuck that guy. But I mean, like, I get it if you're like, we're gonna have you help us figure this out. But then why actually have him be the one to hold the sword? That makes I, little sense. No, anyway, whatever. comic books. So the guy comes in. He's like, ha stab. And it obviously wrinkles. But he says, ha you got me. Oh, no. And Magna Man falls away. Oh, I'm away. so hurt. Yeah. And then. So Jimmy becomes. So Jimmy gets a smack. Well, like a, a love a smack. Love smack. He, get, he gets a smooch. Because she's like, I, I need to give you a she's reward. Like, it's and a she's reward. Like, and I'm like, give him like money. Yeah, like, give him money. Like, give, him, give him a cat. Yeah, give him a cat, give him some money, give him some jewels. And she's like, no, here you go. Mm. And he's like, wow, oh, man, royal. Man. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, okay. I've got a royal erection. Ooh. <laughs> is he engorged? Yeah, this is, this is, yeah, this is, this is when it happens. <laughs> All of a sudden, the podium explodes. And they make they make him into a duke. A duke. They knight him as a duke. He flew and he, away. And they give they him don't, like, they like, the guy, Magna Man flew away. They don't have his body. No. But they're still like, good job, Jimmy. The sword you know, look, he look, used is crumpled. If I was his ruler, I'd be like, I need his, I need Magna Man's head. Yeah. You, you need to get, that you, need, you need dead. to cut that guy's head off and just or to give it to me. Or bring me his body. Show me the, like, uh, if I, because I'd be like, man, you, st- you stabbed him, but your sword's all crinkled and there's no blood anywhere. Can we assume that it didn't work? Like, literally, there's an entire room full of people who could tell you it didn't work yeah but it's fine jimmy here have a have a duke hood or whatever so magna man's watching jimmy get duked on tv and he's like haha they fell for it everybody's dumb and he's like stabbing a picture of the the king (laughs) (laughs) well i mean this guy must be yeah i mean they sell full-length posters of this guy yeah sure yeah stabbing Um, so then they're him and his henchmen hatch a plan. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out. Well, which we'll find out about. And then so meanwhile, we go back to like Jimmy and his buddies and they're like, you know, we're going to have a parade. Well, he's he's like, look, I have to get back to America because I'll straighten the sword out for you. Yeah. I have to go back to America. I'm not going to ask why it's not straight in the first place and, <laughs> when uh, it was when I made it. Yeah. I'm gonna come to. I gotta go back to Metropolis because it's Superman Day, and they're like, "Well, look, we celebrate Superman Day here too. It's like Christmas. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Christmas and shit. Why so don't like, we have Superman Day? I don't know. Let's have it. Let's have a Superman Day. So like, we want because this stay, looks fun. It's like you need to stay here, and we need to like you know stay here in, in sort of Germany, and uh, let's have uh, Superman Day und Comic Con. Yeah, because this is Superman Day. Uh, has a parade where there's a Superman float. Well, there's a statue, Superman statue well, for, from the cover. There's, there's That's on the cover. Yep, that Superman statue is there, but there's a float where the king and the princess and Jimmy sit inside of basically Superman's chest cavity. Mm. <laughs> because it's like... Come to think of it, I'm bleeding inside of my chest. 
it's like you know a float like you would see on tv and then in the back of it it has like superman's head and shoulders Mm -hmm. and then they sit inside of it like like the clamshell in boston you know where where they that would be where the boston pops play i'm surprised they haven't done that like they did they just didn't put like Tom Brady's head on top of that I'm thing. surprised that hasn't happened. And you have to sit inside of Tom yeah, Brady's you know, this chest. Is the Boston Pops play inside of Tom Brady's <laughs> chest cavity, which that would happen. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't been like Babe Ruth for Why so is that not a years. thing? Why can't we just make design things like that? Why can't we just say, fuck it, we're, just, we're doing it. I'm going to make some weird shit. Yeah. Um... Um, so anyway, so they so they so he turns on his little signal and uh, Superman shows up. He's like, "Woohoo, I'm here!" And he's like, "Look, I'm done from space." You know, Superman shows up and he's like, "Yeah, I'm done from space." So like, what's going on? And he's like, "Well, there's like this other idiot," and he's like, "Well, you know what? Um, I'll we'll take care of Magna Man later. I'm gonna like." But are we already assuming that Magna Man's dead because Jimmy just got duked? Yeah, yeah, they, they, but, they're, they're, but- I don't know. Whatever. Jimmy assumes he's still alive or something. He's still alive, but he straightened out the sword because it might be good to have. Sure. And so he's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna do this thing where apparently I'm the I'm a big." It's a Superman Day tradition here. Let me tell you about it. So he tells him about it, and then he like jumps into a hole in the ground. Jumps into the hole ground with a coffin. <laughs> with a coffin. So they like bury Superman alive. Yep. With a backhoe. Actually, Jimmy runs the backhoe to bury Superman alive. And he's like... Jimmy doesn't have his E5 license. I know. And he says, now I'll use this digging Maybe. machine I borrowed. Digging machine. Borrowed? Uh, from who? I borrowed, I don't know, to come from, probably from some dude who's just like, hey, I need that. <laughs> hey, I'm like making streets here and shit. <laughs> Cover the hole completely so no air can reach Superman. No other man can stay alive. 10 minutes without air, but Superman will stay buried for two full hours, then crash out and return to the surface. What a tradition these people have. Oh, it's awful. So that's where we see the beginning where there's that clock and Jimmy's pointing at it and he's like, he's coming. He's coming. And then, but then we see Superman being like, I've lost my powers. I'm going to die. You come nobody can hear me. Oh I'm God. suffocating. Gasping. So two hours, you know, it goes by and, and Superman doesn't bust out. And Jimmy's like, oh, no, I better steal this guy's backhoe again and, and dig him up. Mm-hmm. So he digs him up and he opens the coffin and Superman is dead. Dead. <laughs> and then he's like, Superman. He's like, having he a, there's, there's this moment here where he's like, Superman, sob. Goodbye forever. <laughs> no. And then and then my pal. Oh, my God. And he's like, and then, so he's doing and this. Superman's like. Goodbye from off off panel. Goodbye, but Jimmy, I just got here, and it's like, oh my god, it's Superman, and he's like, but but how? And Superman X-rays the dead guy, and he says, oh wait, that person's wearing a mask of me. He's wearing my skin. <laughs> he's wearing my skin. And so- <laughs> I wish that's I wish that's what he said. I wish I wish that's how the book ended when he was like, he's wearing my skin and. It could be the same. It's like, oh, I have no eyes. I have no eyes. No, he's wearing my skin. Actually, it'd be funny if Superman shows up, he has no face. And he's like, <laughs> see what happened to your face? Is it on this guy? Oh, my God. He's wearing your skin. He's like, oh, give me that. <laughs> let me put it back on with my super, I got, I got, super healing factor. Let, let, me use, let me use my super staples that I got. Put, put the skin back on my face like I'm Joker from uh, fucking Gotham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like in uh, Scott Snyder's run. Where he cut no, the but in, like on the yeah, TV but they show. did it on TV. But that's where they got it from. Yeah, because they Joker cut his own face off. And that's really what should have happened here. So it should have been like super stu- sutures. Super sutures. 
<laughs> Let me use this backhoe to put this thing on my face. Quick, Jimmy, hit me in the face with that backhoe. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make it stick real good. Mm. So it turns out, though, it's Magnum Man. Yeah, they rip off the thing. And they're like, oh, my God, Magnum Man's dead. Dead. <laughs> they're, they're like, how? And then apparently he had the plans of what he was doing, like, in the coffin with him. Well, he's looking at it. I make sure he paid attention. Well, you're already buried. He's like, okay, so I'm in here. What do I do next? So I guess this guy's plan was... Okay, so his plan was to go... To to, to bore into the treasure cave. Which, why he couldn't have just done that already? I like that they call it the treasure cave. Mm, Treasure cave. That sounds like a porn store. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that's what they're trying to—they're trying to bust this guy for because he's a—he's de- a horrible ruler who just goes into his porn cave. Well, yeah, maybe he's like, I also want dildos. Mm. <laughs> the people deserve sex toys. <laughs> horrible tyrant. Horrible tyrant. Here's his lead dildo that does not affect me. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> so he's like, he was. It'd be funny instead of the other time when he's juggling uh, bowling balls, he's juggling dildos, just lead, ones? lead dildos, yeah. and he's like, ha ha. Ah. He's like, these probably aren't the best. <laughs> juggle, juggle. <laughs> this will pleasure no woman. <laughs> no one wants to use that. It's probably poisonous. Very, very juggle, dangerous, juggle. but you know what? I had Back but, in the 60s, nobody knew. Do, 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 do. Uh, we didn't know the danger of lead dildos. I think they knew the danger of lead back in the 60s. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, it's like he was going to super bore into the treasure cave and loot it. Why he had to wait till today to do it? I don't know. And then... Or why he had to do this super complicated thing. He's already super. He could have done this whenever. He's dumb. And he didn't have... Whatever. So he was going to bore in and and accuse the king of embezzlement. Uh, But now he's dead. And they're like, but what killed Magnum Man? There was no lead in there. There's no lead dildo in his... His coffin, and this woman's like, "Wait a second! Here's a gopher that just popped out of this hole over here, uh-huh. and he's got a tag on him, because uh, you know, always tag your gophers." And it says, "Gopher for super serum test," and they're like, "Hmm." He's like, "And what does he say?" Magnuman's ears were hurt by my signal. He must have been vulnerable to anything super, including that little super gopher, which by pure chance dug its way to where Magnaman was buried, and then it got close. They both must have lost their superpowers. So apparently the gopher burrowed to Magnaman's coffin, dug in, and bit him, causing him to lose his superpowers, and then he suffocated. Is that, is that what gophers do? Like, do gophers have, like, crave human super flesh? And is that why it came there? Because it just happened to happen? I think it just happened. What a cool coincidence that this gopher just bit this man to death. Hey, go for, go fuck yourself, (laughs) book. This this gopher just killed Magna Man. Yeah, yeah. This man died by gopher. That's a thing that just fucking happened in this Mm -hmm. comic book. Yeah, that's happened. And they're like, "Uh aha, he's dead. Yay. And everybody's happy. And no one's questioning the fact that this man died. Well, right right, right, right after they, they, yeah, they killed him from this this gopher kills him. And then they're like, and then the king's like, Magna Man was a killer. He deserved to die. Yeah. Who doesn't deserve to be bitten to death? This counts as a trial. (laughs) Yay. It's like RoboCop, but in gopher form. Robo gopher. I like it. (laughs) Gopher cop. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. We'll put, put a is, little is hat Duke on Sa- it. Wait, so is Duck Sandia a Detroit kind of area? Uh, apparently it is I now. I like it. I like it. It's, yeah. like, it's like Germany plus Detroit. Yeah. Well, that's why they have <laughs> the super. The- that's why they have the Superman statue. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and soon that's going to be replaced by a gopher wearing mirrored sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> a gopher wait wearing mirrored sunglasses because yeah cop? like a cop yeah oh be a cop gopher. Not, not not with a robot hat like a robot uh, ro- 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 so like, you, you want like robocop but with like a gopher head yeah could he also wear mirrored sunglasses you could change you could change those out every year oh okay it's a change well, i accept one. this i accept this compromise yeah no we can we can do that um yeah I have, I have, you know, I think this is, this is a much more important thing. They, and it's funny because they just spend, like, they have a civil war over whether or not he should wear the mirrored sunglasses or try to go, <laughs> as a gopher robot head. Yeah, it's it's a lot of, you know, this is, this, they, they leave this country in shambles. They do, over mirrored sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so Superman is like, all right, let's go home. And then, you know, and he takes home, takes Jimmy home, and Jimmy's, like, thinking about... Um, <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy's telling Jimmy's telling the story to Lucy Lane, and Lucy's like, "Oh my God, this is crazy." And he's just like thinking about that kiss. Oh yeah, he's getting a he's getting a, a par- he's having a, he's having a parked chub. <laughs> he's gonna have a spinning bow tie pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Well, hey, I you want to ever- draw some? You want to you want me to draw some Superman in you?" <laughs> It's like I brought you this lead dildo <laughs> as a souvenir of my time in Draxia. This is all they have in there. This is their number one export. I didn't know this is how they made their money, but we do know. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, will I ever see her again? And that's the end. So just to wrap up here real quick, so there's another story in here yeah. about how Jimmy... Is friends with like a, a, a Thor type He says guy? Jimmy... It's, it's Jimmy- actually Thor's. It's actually Thor, but it's mythological Thor. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not Thor from Marvel. Yeah, so it's like Jimmy the Red, Thor's best pal. Basically, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, to be honest. I don't know. It's the, We're in the newsroom, and Clark is there, and he's telling Clark something. I don't I, I didn't actually read this part. He goes, okay, I have a, I'm Yale. He, oh, no, it's not, this isn't Clark. This is a professor. This That's is not the, Clark? No. They, uh, it's Jerry Orbach. He, he's a dark-haired man with glasses. Olson, I'm... How Yale. can you keep them all straight? Olson, I'm Professor Yale, the archaeologist. Please contact Superman at once. I've uh, discovered this Viking rune tablet, and it must be destroyed by Superman. <laughs> it's just a tablet. Why does Superman have to destroy it? Because he's strong. Punch, what, punch, did punch, we dust, lose dust. all machines that crush rocks? Well, Jimmy's been using that thing to do, dig do, holes. Do we not? That's the only one they have. <laughs> do we not have hammers in this universe? No hammers. No shit. We can't break this rock. I guess we'll have to call the strong. The only guy. hammer that exists here is MC Hammer, and he's not strong <laughs> enough to. Wait, do. just dances by. Can't touch this. Do, 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 do. You need me? No. Okay. Do, do, do. <laughs> Get out. Do, do, do. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, hammer. <laughs> Please hammer. Don't don't hurt him. Yeah. Um. So he. So anyway, he's like, well, uh, I don't. I'm just. I, I don't even care. Yeah. He like, like he, translates it, and there's a story about how like, or or he goes back in time or some shit. I don't even know. So he decides to like dress up like a Viking and take a fucking trip, and then somehow he gets zapped by lightning, holding this tablet, and gets sent into time. Yeah, that's right. Back he, into time, and hangs out with Eric the Red. Don't, 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 um, don't figure it out. Okay, I'm not. Uh, yeah, he dressed up like a Viking because of a news story. 
Because there's some Viking well, legend on this tablet. Yeah, what a great it says, what a great news story this yeah. will make. I could just see the headlines. Jimmy defies Viking legend. Yes. Sure. So he dresses uh, up I must like borrow some authentic Viking stuff from a movie company that just completed a Viking picture at the, its Metropolis studio. Yeah. So he gets all this fucking, these props, and he goes into the water, and he gets struck by lightning and actually sent back in time to hang out with Thor. Yeah. And well, he, he saves he, Thor. He, he saves Thor because Thor, he just happens to go by like a, like a tunnel and a Thor's cave. in there running his feet, jump, stomping his feet. Yeah, because he's like chained to the ground. Yeah. And so Jimmy frees him and he's like, oh man, you freed me. That's great. Now you're my friend. Now I have this giant horn if you ever need me. Yeah, call me if you need me. So he does because he almost drowns. Uh, so then. Because he's being, because basically what's happening is Loki of this time oh, as yes. well is torturing Thor, but Loki is basically represented as a. An old dude. An old dude with a green green hat yeah he's got a hobbit hat green hobbit hat and yeah. so they're like okay well let's uh you know let's let's you know i'll keep saving you and then actually well, well this is my he's basically a stand-in for superman and because he's just saving jimmy because jimmy almost drowns blows the horn instead of uses his watch thor comes and like drinks all the water yeah he drinks all the water i think that's actually from norse legend Okay, that makes sense. I, I, I might be wrong about that. I'd have does to he look, take a big I, piss afterwards, or does he spit no, the water out just to save Jimmy? Like, I don't know, but I feel like I've heard that story before, where he like sucked up the ocean and yeah. Some I, I might be wrong about its origin, but I feel like it's a North Norse legend. Yeah. So don't quote me on that. I might be wrong. And then some sleeping giant awakes, and they end up uh, turning people old, and it's weird. Yeah. And, uh, and Thor hits him with a. A log, and he makes the, the giant makes him turn back young. Sure, Jimmy is really fat here. He's really fat. Fat Jimmy. Fat Jimmy Olsen, and then finally at the end, uh, oh, Jimmy, he, he gets like Viking coins. <laughs> well, he no, no. What he does is he he figures out that the Viking apparently is a uh, descendant of Mitzi Picklick, right? Wait, which Viking? Or, or Loki is. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, I know. This is fucking bullshit. He can't just be another god. He has to be a descendant of Mitzi Picklick. He's a descendant of Mitzi Picklick, so he tells him... If I were Viking, I'd be offended by that. And he's like... Like, well, if this if this was, like, what, like, whenever Vikings were around, like, what, 600 AD? Yeah. I'd be really mad about that. Well, right. This is bullshit. <laughs> no, this is just garbage. I'd be like, come on! So, wait, so Jimmy decides, he's like, look, he must be, a, 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 we don't learn this until afterward, but he's like, okay, what I decided to do was to make him say his name backwards. So, in Loki, Loki, ba- Loki sound, Loki, ba- yeah, make Loki say Loki backwards, and Loki backwards sounds like Ickle. So, he's like, hey, uh, before you, like, murder me, uh, Loki, um, here's some money from my world. And he's like, oh, what kind of uh, money do you want? And he's like, He's like, well, I'll take the biggest coin. I'll take the nickel. And he goes, ah, and he poofs, and he goes away. But he said nickel. He said ickle. Ickle. Because Loki backwards is ickle, and then he went away. Right? But but he said nickel. Ickle. You could I say, know, you could but say, did, didn't he say nickel with but, an but, N? But I guess, it, right, but he's, you could say, as long as you say the syllables, because apparently... That doesn't count. If you say, like, 
Smirmitsy Pitslick. No, you have to say the whole thing. You can't. But he did if you say it's not a portion of a word. You have to say the actual thing. No, be saying the syllables. I don't agree. That is bull. That's that's an easy fucking way out. Because you know what? Jimmy could have just told him this is called this, 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 and then he could have said, "Oh, it's a nickel," or or it's called an ickle where I come from. He'd be like, "Oh, ickle," and then he would have disappeared. But no, it doesn't count if there's another letter in front of it. So say me, and I'm obviously the expert here. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, they're like, "Oh, yay!" You oh, took yeah. Does it. he throw Jimmy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> through time. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Look, um, I saved your ass. I said, you know, I, you know, I made Loki disappear. So why don't you? Like, and I want to go back home. So why don't you just like throw me through time?" It's like, "All right." And then like Thor's like, "That sure. sounds safe." And he throws Jimmy through time. <laughs> Back to Metropolis. Man, Back to the Future would have been a lot different if somebody just threw Marty through time. Oh, I would have loved to have seen that. Uh, and he throws him through time. Like, and Doc puts him in, like, a giant slingshot. He's like, you've got to get up to 88 miles per hour. And he just lets him go. And he does. And he doesn't, he doesn't get fast enough. And then he dies. <laughs> and then the movie ends. It just ends It just ends with Michael J. Law. It just ends with Marty just being a cover, just a crumpled mass of body. <laughs> Doc just like walking away, whistling and like Biff, he had nothing Biff, to do with it. And Bi- yeah, and, you know, and Biff Biff Tannen comes by, and it's like it actually ends up like an unsolved mysteries kind of thing. <laughs> it's 1986, <laughs> 1985. A young man was shot from a slingshot at 87 miles per hour. <laughs> we found his splooshed remains all over the side of this white van. Splooshed remains. That's splooshed. I said so splooshed. <laughs> We found him 30 he, miles he was away. splattered across this mall parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> his body wasn't found for three days. Somebody found, found, his, found. found his finger in a Sears. <laughs> found his finger in a Sears. That's how far it went. <laughs> well, like his body. Yeah, part it just of his, went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It starts Because it starts off with somebody at like a Sears, like, you know, looking You're at like. like like power tools and be sure. like, ah, oh, it's a finger. Somebody- he's like stepped on something. He's like, what did I just step on? And he looks down and it's a finger. Oh man, all the reenactments like a guy with the bus shows like, oh, finger. <laughs> While holding a drill, like a power drill. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's all he wanted. He just wanted to buy a drill. He just wanted to buy a craftsman drill and yeah. he couldn't because he mm-hmm. found a finger instead. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, so- and then, and that guy comes out. I was like, I knew it was, uh, yeah, I, I was, I was, I, I, I bought the drill because I knew I had to be home by 8 o'clock because that's when Battlestar Galactica was going to be on. <laughs> Which actually happens in Unsolved Mysteries. There's one of the fir- early episodes. Oh, it's out of the in- gates. You're like, oh, shit. They're interviewing this guy who has a glorious mullet. A glorious mullet. And he was like, oh, no, I know. So in- the last time I saw so-and-so was like at 6.59 p.m. Was at this time because, we, because we hang out because we watch Battlestar Gal- yeah. Galactica together. He's like, I know that because I was waiting for a program to come on TV at 7, and that program was Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, this is the best show I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, we could talk hours for, uh, about mystery sci- or um, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, my God, it's so good. I, I kind of, It's so perfect. The show would be eight hours long. Um, I love that show. So, anyways, he gets back to Metropolis and Superman's like, ha-ha. And people are like, oh, that's so good. He's, he's and, like, next time leave a forwarding address. It's like, I'll send through time, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes. And that's the end of the book. <laughs> yeah, that's it for, it's, uh, so that's it for Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number 112 from July 1968. Uh, would you read the next issue of this? Of course. Yeah, we'll probably yeah. have it. 
I'm sure I might have it. Yeah. This is actually probably one of the oldest ones I have. Is it? Uh, I have a couple. Most of them are in the 70s. I think we have a few. I, think I have a couple from the 60s. Yeah, I have some a couple in the 60s, but most of the ones I have are in the uh, 70s. Yeah. But I would absolutely read the next issue. Oh, of course. These are, ba- these are the best. They're ridiculous and so dumb, and I love them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean, S-H-A-W-N, that's how you spell Sean. You can also find me on Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com, jenstansfield.wordpress.com. And you can also find our show on Facebook. Yeah, very uh, important. Worst Collection Ever. Uh, and you can also email us at worstcollectionever at gmail.com. Yeah, send in those messages. We like hearing from you. And, of course, on if you're on iTunes, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate, subscribe, leave a review, give us five stars if you think we deserve it. And if wherever it is that you listen to your podcast, if you're on Twitter, or on, not Twitter, but if you're on uh, <laughs> Stitcher, if you're on Tune in wherever it is that you can rate and review and tell people about the show. Share the share it and let folks know that you like this podcast because that really helps us stand out. So we really appreciate it. So thanks for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.